Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me do this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today I'm with Joanna Coates. Joanna is currently the CEO of UK Athletics and before that was CEO of England Netball, guiding them to Commonwealth Gold and the World Cup final. Thanks for joining me today, Joanna. Can we start by you telling the listeners a little about the work you do now at UK Athletics? Yes, hi, nice to see you. So I'm currently the Chief Executive of UK Athletics. So my job is all about ensuring that we deliver lots of medals at Olympic and World Championships and that every athlete who's on our programme has a great time actually experiencing what British Athletics has to offer. Then there's other bits that I do as well. So we look after the commercial side of the sport. So we have to generate the money to make sure that the athletes have the best experience. We run major events. And then we also do a lot around safeguarding of young people who are in the sport. So I look after all of it. Interesting. When you were at school, did you know what you wanted to do or be? Or did that happen when you were older? So when I was at school, I always I actually wanted to work in fashion. That was what I really loved. Um, but that, that didn't happen for me. But there was always something about wanting to run my own business. So I either wanted to run my own business or actually lead a business. So it was probably more that I knew I wanted to be the boss more than anything else. Have you always been interested in sport? I have. I've always loved sport. I've never been brilliant at it. Most people who end up running sports have been very, very good at sport. So I've loved, I've always loved sport. I've always loved watching sport. Um, My children did a lot of sport and I've kept active. But yes, I absolutely love sport and I think it's a privilege to work in it. Did you go to university and how important do you think it is to go? So I didn't go to university, which is quite unusual when I look at the other CEOs of other sports. I left school when I was 16 um, and because I loved fashion, I went, to, I went to live in London to actually train to be a fashion buyer. So that's, that's what I did. So um, I didn't go to university, which is quite unusual. I think it is really important if that's what you want to do. But equally, if you don't, I think you should be brave enough to make make decisions and go and get some work experience because it didn't hold me back. So I don't think people should be frightened that not going to university might hold them back. Your time at England Netball was really successful. How do you look back at your time there? Oh, with huge amount of fond memories. Winning that gold medal was probably the best moment of my life. I don't think I'll ever do anything that feels like that again. And also the thing I loved more than anything was the team of people that we pulled together to make all of that happen. I absolutely loved working with that team of, and actually it was a team of women. We were an all-female senior leadership team. Um, And I also loved the fact that I think one of my fondest memories was we employed so many young women as well that actually when they looked at the senior people within the organisation, all they saw was women. So I think we motivated lots and lots of women women and girls. That was a balloon, sorry. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How did the job at UK Athletics come about? So I'd left England Netball, which was, it was very sad, but I thought it was my time to move on. And I'd gone to work at the Olympic Park. I really, really missed sport though. I really missed working at the sort of real the proper sort of front line of sport rather than like the facility side 
um, and a headhunter. So within lots of environments, you have people who go out and specifically find other people. They're known as headhunters. So a headhunter approached me about the UK athletics job. Um, so that's how I heard about it. Went through the normal interview process and was very lucky that I got the job. Are you the first woman to be the CEO? I am the first woman to be the CEO of UK Athletics, yes. And I'm one of the very few women who actually are CEOs of sports governing bodies in this country. So, yes, very proud to be the first woman CEO. Yeah, that's amazing. How have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues? Oh, my goodness, lots of things. So, on my second day, I shut the office. So I haven't really met all the staff yet. I've met them virtually, but I've not met them actually in real life. So that was the first thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've had to do most of our work like this. So using Teams to have our meetings and so forth. But the other side of it is as well as running the business is obviously making sure that the athletes can carry on training. So, so many of our athletes couldn't train because the training facilities were shut down. So one of the most difficult things we've had to do is open up environments where professional athletes can tra can train so that's been really unusual i can't imagine we'll ever go through through that again so lots of things that have happened from covid from the athletes point of view making sure they're safe to train and then from a business point of view making sure that we can all use this modern technology to carry on communicating is there anything that you still want to do either personally or professionally and um, personally i want a horse so when I retire, I want to have a horse. I've always dreamed of owning a horse since I was a little girl. So personally, that's something I'd love to do. Professionally, um, I would. I always wanted to be the first female CEO of the FA, the Football Association, which I probably won't be. But I'd like to be the first female chair of a big sport that traditionally would be run by men. Have you any? Have you any had any idols? Yeah, I've had a, a few. So. I absolutely adored David Bowie. I worshipped Vivian Westwood for what she did in fashion and, and, what she, and how she was as a woman. Um, and then in business, I had a, a real hero in business, um, a lady called Sue Ashworth, who was the first woman to run the sports side, size, side of Sky, so Sky Sports, and oh. she did it for over 20 years. So she's my work idol. What tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their future? I think you must always think about trying to do something that you will love doing because you're at work for a long time. So try and find an environment that really excites you because then you'll always want to kind of go to work. I think it's really important for girls not to feel like when they do look at senior people, if they're all male, to think that they haven't got a place. Um, I started my career in football, there were no men, no women, it was all men, but it didn't put me off. So girls should just be really proud about all the things that we're really good at, and a lot of them, they're things that men aren't as good at. So I just think don't ever be put off if you want to do something that's currently male-dominated. Be that trailblazer and go into those different environments. How do you think your life would have changed if you had chosen fashion as a business? <sighs> I think it would have been completely different. That's such a good question. I think I probably would have ended up in an environment that wouldn't have given me the thrills that sport gives you. Um, if you work in fashion, it, it, it's, it's not predictable, but it kind of is. You kind of know what's coming. You can control the environment that you work in. 
sport is completely uncontrollable. So I think that would have been the difference. I work in something that's a bit crazy, bit bit haphazard. You never know what's going to happen, and I love that. Fashion, I might have got a little bit more bored. The world is changing so much and so quickly. What do you think work for women might look like in 10 years' time? I really hope that work for women, um, I hope it gives women the flexibility that, that, that they can still have children and have a great career. I hope that having children doesn't mean that women lose their position on the ladder and have to step back. And I think from COVID now, I think that's given great opportunities for women to know that they can juggle a family because you're going to be working from home so much more. So, yeah, I hope there's just opportunities like that that allow women to be great mums and have great jobs. And I'm very, very hopeful that the people who make decisions about who are appointed to big roles, I hope there's more women that make decisions about who gets those bigger jobs. Because at the moment, it's a lot of men appointing other men. So I hope that's changed in 10 years' time. That's great. I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Joanna. Thank you so much, and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they are about to make. Keep listening to Grace Jeffries Meets as I talk to many more brilliant women.